Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Ken? 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 Where are you? Ken? I, I can't find you, Ken. Rigotti hit the music? On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Ken? I'm not Ken. You look like Ken. I don't look nothing like Ken. Oh, that's Dean Thomas. What up? Ken? No, that's Joe Rigotti. Am I Ken? Are you Ken? 888-760-3776. Are you Ken? Where's Ken? Where's Ken? I don't know where Ken is. Oh, you're stuck with Kogel and Dean Thomas and Joe Rigotti mm-hmm. on a Monday. What a treat. It must be July. It must, yes. <laughs> yeah, and you guys are all blessed. You are with the dream team. Yeah. People are worried about this Olympic basketball team not living up to the dream team. I think the Coquel Thomas Rigotti dream team is what I, they're I really the, talking I'm about. Talk, that's what I'm talking about right there. Dean, All stars. Dean, oh God, before we get into everything we have to get into, I'm watching TV today, trying to relax late at night. And, you know, late at night, I like, you know, Showtime gets a little, uh, everybody's in bed. You never yeah, know what yeah, happens. I know what you're saying. But I look up on my screen and there's this mug staring back at me, looking good with a nice sweater going. You look good on TV. I mean, listen, you know, it's the makeup people. I blame the makeup people. They make me look good, man. Like, for some reason, like, my hair is always nice. I got good skin. The colors are just popping on the screen. I love it. And I don't mean this in, ins- in an insulting way, okay? Because I see you so much around here and because I've known you for a while now, we text or whatever, I forget that you're on TV. So I was just watching TV. I was like, hey, there's Dean. I was like, wait, Wait what? a minute. <laughs> I see it on my TV. Then I yelled at my wife. She bought me a 75-inch TV for Father's Day. And I was like, that's too much Dean. That's way too much Dean. <laughs> so we yeah. actually put the smaller one back yeah, you gotta, Yeah, in fact, if you can get a little transistor. Like, <laughs> we got, we got one of the TV. ones that are actually a cube. It's yeah. that small that yeah. it's actually a full, not a square, it's a cube. Yeah, that's what you need to see me. But Dean, appreciate you coming in, filling in for Ken. It's my pleasure, man. I, you know I like doing radio with you guys. I mean, we had a big weekend in sports. It may not seem like it, but we had a hockey player who's called out for Betting on his own games, throwing games for money, like that's a big deal. That's a big deal. We got the we got what else happened? Soccer, USA Soccer won a trophy. I can't believe that. The NBA trade deadline, and we're gonna start with Dean. I almost called you Ken. Oh, high jumping. High you know jumping. Where, where else are we gonna start? We're gonna start with high jumping on a Monday here on Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel, featuring me. I guess again, Dean Thomas in. Ken is out now. Dean, I know you've been big on the Olympics. How much high jumping have you watched? I watched a couple clips, and I don't even know if they was from this year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I turn on YouTube, and I see some people jumping really high, and I'm like, all right, so that's cool, but I don't even know if it's this year or even this Olympics. Now, did you watch that just because I sent you a text saying, hey, we're going to be talking about high jumping? No. Trust me, that's not why. You were watching, <laughs> I was just, randomly watching I just high randomly, jumping? You know, it like randomly pops up on like my on my Instagram, like high jumpers. No, not yeah, no, no. We're not talking about high people jumping. That's what's on oh, Instagram. We're talking different. about high jumping. Oh, high jumpers. Oh, that's different. No, I, I don't watch a lot of it, but like I when you told me we were gonna talk about that, I had to do a little research. So 
So all the it. all these big stories in sports, but I got angry, and I'm not the type of guy who's a anti-participation trophy guy. Like I'm all for participation trophies. I my t- son's teams aren't getting trophies, and I might actually go to the store this week and buy them trophies just so they get something at the end of the year. Just because it's like they're four and nine, and who right. cares? Yeah, get a trophy for sure. Although my son's basketball team undefeated, like rolling. Oh come on now! Rolling. Okay, so the scores. Everybody yeah, they were the scores of your son's basketball team were like three to one. No, they were normally like sixteen to eight. But then, <laughs> this last week against the other best team, but they have to play in the championship game, which I have another problem with. Right, let's get into that. I have another problem. With. They have to play a team that they've already beaten twice, and they're undefeated, and they have to play them in the championship game. They just beat them last week for that. So what? So now if the other team beats them, they're the champion, even that, though they beat them twice. That's right. Listen, it don't, it don't. It's, it's like the playoffs. Like nothing matters until the playoffs. Then shouldn't they have been eliminated this week when we just beat them? No, they still earned the right to be there. So now it's the championship game. They got to win this game. Oh, I don't know. If we lose this game, I'm putting it under protest. YMCA. No, if you lose this game, that's y'all's fault. Y'all, if y'all beat them twice, y'all should y'all should have a number. I also told the ref. I started arguing with the ref at halftime. My son Dylan had a kid on lockdown. Right, this kid's really good. They started moving picks, and I was like, you going to call the moving pick or not? And me and him went back and forth. <laughs> moving picks on six-year-olds? He's nine. Same thing. He's moving around. How, upside down. How are we going to play lockdown defense? They're not allowing the hand check. Everything I taught my son out the window, play rough and rugged. And I got him out there running around like Rodman, just running into people, and now they're going to let moving picks go. They called him for three seconds in the key, and they didn't call the moving picks. Well, you know, like you got to draw the line somewhere. Not at the moving picks on my son. <laughs> Now when my son runs down you're, the court. You're that, you're that father out there, ain't you? Oh, the, the only good thing is guy. the ref knows me because he refs high school football too. Yeah. So like I have a relationship with him. So it's kind of like joking, but I wasn't joking. Yeah, I know you was. I was smiling, I was, but I was, you know. You was you was dead serious. You don't get the it, with your son. You don't get like angry when he does I only, stuff. No, I only get angry. I don't get angry at the refs, not at the coaches. I only get angry at other parents. For how they're for when, for when they're their acting behavior, like me. yeah, when they're acting like you. I'm I not only that get bad. I only get angry at other parents when they're acting like you. I'm trying to figure out how to do it because I'm constantly yelling to him instructions. Man, and I, just let the kids play. I he's know, nine, but he's not have his hands up on defense. <laughs> hand down, man down. Listen, like, you gotta have your hand up. Yeah, no, when he's home, then you go over that stuff with him. Hey, let's practice some defense stuff. But on the field, just let him play and have some fun. You're gonna ruin it for him. No, he needs to play defense and needs to go get rebounds and box yeah. out. <laughs> You're going to ruin the experience. He's not going to want to play no more. He's going to want to play because no. I'm going to tell him you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> you're that guy. Isn't that your parent? No. Oh, The soccer team, you should have seen me standing behind the goal, my four-year-old, telling him how to play goalie. Really? Yelling he, at him because he, he, he wasn't cutting off angles. <laughs> like, you got to play the angle. <laughs> They're on the left side of the field. You can't be standing all the way on the other side of the goal. <laughs> meanwhile, so good. meanwhile, he's like just picking daisies out of the grass. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I'm four, going to be five, and I haven't figured out how to poop on the toilet yet, and you're worried about this? <laughs> I used to love when my kid was that age, man, because it would just be a cloud of dust, and then the ball would roll out, and then you see the kid, that cloud of dust, and a bunch of kids running Run, towards the ball again. It's like a pack of little ducks yeah, yeah. running, running through. <laughs> yeah. But the YMCA and the Treasure Coast, and I, I love the Y, actually, but it's very distracting the outdoor games when they're at that four to like seven because there's that airport right there. So every half hour, a plane flies like yeah. really low, <laughs> and no matter where the ball is, what's happening, every kid's head turns. This turns up. <laughs> the so. ball just sitting there by itself. Or rolling into the goal when <laughs> yeah. my son's supposed to be playing goalie. That's why he didn't get lunch. That's the best age to watch soccer, I'm telling you. And I do the right thing, though. Like, if he lets up a goal, he doesn't get lunch. Like, that's how you parent, right? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine that. How are we going to win? He wants to eat. Got to eat <laughs> on the field. You are the worst. You are the worst. If you're going to eat, eat on the field no, first. Yeah. Then you get to eat at no, home. You are the worst. You, we, play for cha- we play for championships, We play for championships, You are the worst Dean. soccer dad ever. 
The Coquel House plays for championships. Yeah, right. Not like these high jumpers. Let's get into okay, that. Now. Okay. These high jumpers, they didn't play for championships. So what happened was three guys all went up and they all tied, right? They all got to 2.37 meters. I have no idea how big that is. Meters to yard. I know yards and feet. 2.3. I don't know, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, apparently, that doesn't sound high, actually. I think it's kind of like yards. 2.3. That like, can't be right. 2.37 that's meters. Like, that's like seven feet. Yeah, anyone can jump. I could jump over seven feet. You can't jump. You couldn't. You couldn't touch seven feet with your hand if, if jump it. Oh, I'm thinking pole vault. That's why I was like, yeah. that's low. That's what we go really high. All right, yeah, high jump. That makes more sense. Yeah. Now. Okay. It's where they like do that awkward jump and they jump and they flip over backwards. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were doing the pole vault going. And they were only going up seven feet. I was like, this, this, <laughs> you imagine? this doesn't seem like a good event. The Olympics really letting me down. I know it's a COVID year and all, but come on. <laughs> So what happened out there, Dean, was three guys tied, but one guy got eliminated because he had already had missed attempts. So the other two automatically advanced to the finals for the gold. So he got the bronze. He's out of the picture. Mm-hmm. The two guys who, who were going for the gold, it's Mutez Barshim from Qatar, and it's Italy's Gianmarco Tambari, right? They're going this last time I'm going to say their names. I just forgot what I, yeah. like I should say. Yeah. They were going for the gold, right? So they both tried at 2.39. They both missed. So the official came out and said, you guys both missed. We're going to have to do a jump off. Right? Like uh-huh. a, a competition. Jump off. I like the sound of that. Like <laughs> the party's about to yeah. jump off. The Olympic Village, the empty stadiums in, yeah. in, in the Olympics are going to go nuts. No, but so they're going to have a jump off. And the problem is these two dudes looked at each other and asked, we don't want to pe- compete. We're friends. Can we just share the gold medal? And they said, yeah. And they said, yes. And then they started hugging and celebrating and they both won gold. So there's two golds and a bronze. Two okay. goals and a bronze. They didn't compete. They trained their whole lives for this moment and didn't compete. Yeah, but you got to understand the imperative word there is they. They did it. So they they can decide how they want to share that gold medal or do what they want with that gold medal. No, I turn on my TV and I get to decide no, no, what they do dudes, with that gold no, medal. Those dudes don't owe you nothing. Those dudes are the ones that train, put in the hard work to do their thing. If they want to share that gold medal, they need they can share that gold medal. What was the biggest fight of your weekend that you were at this weekend? You were at a fight, right? Yeah, it was the fight. What was the name of one of the better fights? Okay, Sean Strickland and Uriah Hall. If they walked into the ring and were like, eh, we just want to tie, <laughs> start playing patty cake in the middle of the ring, how would you feel? I mean, I've seen that before. It, it, that's very common in the jiu-jitsu community where guys, they're like, they go through the brackets and then they meet in the finals and they just they shake hands and go, all right, we're going to share this. It happens all the time in our industry. Oh, that's so terrible. Now, I, it won't I, happen a lot in, like, wrestling, which is a little bit different. Wrestling, they will they will scrap. They will fight you, you know. But in jiu-jitsu, it's very common. All that, that respect stuff they For respect, yeah. In fact, in fact, my buddy, Matt Sarah, who I do the show, Dana White, looking for a fight with, he was in a... In shameless a, plug. Shameless plug. That's one. Yeah, that's one. You know, I got <laughs> plenty of them throughout the show. He had an event. It was called Abu Dhabi. It was a grappling event where, the, in fact, not only... Did he not compete in the end? He had to lose to the other guy because the other guy was a senior to him in the same org, you know, from the same kind of uh, lineage. So he 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 tanked the fight. Yeah. What what is, that, what is that then? Why why would you do that? Because like that's just a part of the respect. No, that's, that's part- not respect. If I had money on that fight, I'm in trouble. Yeah, you in trouble. <laughs> I don't know about yeah, well, these if rules. You, if you got money on that and you see two guys from the same team, same lineage. Bet, bet on the older no, one. Yeah, bet, either bet on the older one or bet that it's going to be a draw because they're not going to compete. What is that in sports? You have to compete. I know. It's you t- see it in soccer all the time. Teams are up one nothing, or they know what the points are in the system, 
and they just start playing for a tie. Like, you can't play for a tie. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Do you have a problem with playing for a tie? Do you have a problem with people sharing gold medals, fighters hugging it out, letting the older one win, or playing for a tie? 888-760-3776. I can't deal with that. You have to play to win. Like, you have to compete. Listen, some people don't some people don't feel like they have to and they and they have a right to. They have a right to not compete if they don't have to. Why are the judges letting them decide they want to share it though? Like shouldn't the judges have the Olympic standards up to and just dis- disqualify both of them and give the, the no, bronze make, medal guy? Make them jump. Yeah, something they should have to jump. You're you're there for the high jump. You you train to compete. If I'm a jumper who came in 8th place, I'm like they're out, move me up. Like I I'll go jump. I'll go try. I mean, maybe they could do that. Like, I wouldn't be upset if the if the Olympic Committee said, "Hey, you know what? You guys have to do it, or we're going to disqualify you, and we're going to bring the next two guys up." I could see that. I could see that. But they but, didn't. They but gave, because they, they don't. Because they don't. Then these guys have a right to go. Let's share it. I can't believe you're. For or sure. they should. Or they should say, "Let's share the silver." That that I might be more okay with sharing. You you should have to earn a gold. Right. And, I'm, you and have again, to earn a gold. I'm not Mr. No Participation Trophy. That's not me. I know I joked around about not get, I do give my son lunch, even whether he stinks or not, as long as he tries hard. <laughs> yeah, but what, what kind of lunch do you give him? He gets a, you give him like the golden child, like a leaf that he has to Stale bread with, on. and butter. Yeah, I'm sure. One slice of bologna. He gets um, it like he's in, you know, he's in lockdown. That, he gets a slice of bologna, <laughs> bread, that, and butter. That Rock Road food. That's it. That's, yeah. what, that's what he gets. Yeah, I'm sure. No, but I mean, how could you not compete? We have this top 63 event coming up this Saturday. Lamar Jackson's been there. Devin Singletary's been there. Traquan Smith has been there. All three of them kickstarted their careers by making the top 63 this Saturday, August 7th, at Kaiser University. It'll be unveiled. Make sure you watch it live at ESPN West Palm, top63.com, starting at 7 p.m. Sponsored by HSS Florida, Kaiser University, I think for financial, Shaw Sports Turf, Florida Blue, Land Rover Palm Beach, the Miami Dolphins, RoofClaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl, Team IP, and Sinorama. Like, they all compete. If they went out on a Friday night and said, I'm not competing, I would be livid. I'd be livid if they wanted to do a tie, if they wanted to do a little kumbaya in the middle of the field, like, oh, let him put like you know that commercial where the kid tells the ref it was out on me. You ever see that commercial yeah. playing basketball? Uh-huh. He's like, sir, it was that kid would have been benched. His butt would have been <laughs> on the bench or out of the gym so fast. Well, listen, if you if you have a problem with that, next Olympics you make it to the high jump competition, and when it, you're faced with the you know with somebody who ties with you, you say, nah, we're going to compete for this. Now, why do you? And I can say this to you: Why do you professional athletes say that? I don't. Well, know you I'm go do it. You guys yeah. always do that. You we always, always do that, yeah. Because you know we can't, so you well, think, that's, I, a, you I, think I that's the trump card. I know, that is the trump card. He looked Actually, at my not. fat butt sitting in his chair and said, you go do high jump. No, nah, it's not It's not fair. It's not a fair comparison. So, like, I used to always say, um, and, and for fighters, I would go, I'm better at my job than you are at your job because it's not fair to compare you to my job. So I would just tell them, I'm better at my job than you are at your job. And that would be the fair comparison. So, yeah, so it's not really fair to compare. So, you yeah, guys. they're probably, I've been listening to the last 15 minutes of the show. I'm sure they're better high jumpers than I am radio hosts. <laughs> but still, I, I still think they, I'm going to try my best, though. I'm not going to come out here and tank the show. You know what I mean? I'm not going to come out here and be like, hey, you know what? I want all things to be, I mean, Wednesday I am when you host the show. Yeah, well, I, so, I mean, yeah, I, I'm Wednesday when you're the lead host. Me, we're both going to do it. We're I'm sharing the gold. We're both going to tank the show. 
So, like, that's there we go. I'm not going to try very hard neither. Again, Ken Lavica is out on vacation. He's at an aquarium looking at fish that are tortured and living in cages. He enjoys that for some reason. Where is he? SeaWorld? I don't know. Some aquarium. I was like, cool. So the lifeless fish that have no life because they only get to swim around a tank. Like, good for you, man. Yeah, man. Poor Ken. And then he said they're there for rehab. I'm like, oh, cool. You have drug addict fish? Like, oh, it's my all goodness. Do rehab? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Think about a strung Ken- out fish trying to get by and Ken Levick <laughs> is staring at him. Dude just wants his yeah. next fix, fix of sardines. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And Ken out there. And Ken's calling his kids over like, come, come with Papa. Look at this. Like, it's just not good. <laughs> Speaking of that. I should give me some fish sticks. That's what that's what this does. The, yeah. the poor fish in there the poor makes fi- you want fish yeah, sticks. Yeah, the poor fish in there, it kind of sparked up a, you know, a Pavlovic response. Go to Bud's Chicken and Seafood. I know. That's what I'm talking about. Bud's Chicken and Seafood. Yeah. Or you, or you can head that's over to too. Stormhouse, too. Stormhouse has great food. You can go What's any that? of those places. Where's Stormhouse? Oh, Stormhouse in Jupiter. Where's that? It is the greatest sports bar in the world. It's not only just a sports bar. It's also a craft brewery. They have it's outdoors. They are huge friends of Ken Levick Alive. So it's an outdoor setting with open glass windows. They open up every seat in the place, Dean. You can see a TV no matter where you are. Not only are they craft beers, they make the beers there, but they have a full menu. They have a kid's menu. They have every sporting event all day long. They have the NFL ticket. They have all these soccer games that apparently are going on. They have it all at... at, uh, Stormhouse Sports You know what I'm saying? Date night. It's me. in Jupiter. Yes. Very good date night. Yeah. It's, a, it's the best place. They have wine Wednesdays. They have trivia nights. They got everything you could want. That's, that's where you got to go for your That's food. what I'm talking about. But fish sticks? Fish really? sticks. From Ken doing that? Yeah. So you're okay. You're okay with, <laughs> I'm okay. You're okay with guys not going for the win. I don't know. And then they gave the whole, and this is going to get me, I'm going to sound like the bad guy again, because I sounded like the bad guy with Simone Biles, who, by the way, is now competing again at the end of this week. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's competing in the team, the overall team event. But I sounded like the bad guy there because I said she failed. But this guy, the, one of the jumpers said at the end of the article I read, you know, I, we're just showing the next generation the right thing to do. Like, come on. Do we always have to be nice? Like, can't we teach yes, them a little do. bit no, of no, no, competitiveness? No, 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 no. So, it, like, it comes down to this. You Either they can be competitive or compassionate. And what do we need in this world right now? Compassion. We need some compassion in the world right now. Yeah, okay, but not, not on the competition. We have a different C word, competition, and we can have a <laughs> compassion contest where we put it on TV. Joe Rigotti will host it because I've never seen him look angry. I don't know if he's doing the high jump before the show or not. Look at his eyes. Who knows what's going on over there? But we can do that, or we can, you know, and everybody can hug each other and be happy. But can we compete for a win? Like, I'd be so mad if I was that guy's trainer or coach. There's no Why? way they're cool with it. They both got the gold. But they did they, though? They did. Did they? It's no. kind of a marred gold. But listen, if you could at least win, like, how many people did they have to beat? Like, isn't that good enough? Okay, they're top two, and they give them the silver. That's what I'm saying. You, you but isn't you that even... good enough? No. It is. I'd rather them lose. I'd be more proud of them for trying and losing and coming in second. That's better. Not me. Listen, you from, you from Qatar. What is it, Qatar? Qatar? I, I don't know. I say that wrong every time. Qatar. Qatar. You're from. I don't even know. If that's, I don't even know if that's right. It's Qatar. You're from Qatar. They probably never meddled in anything. This in is anything. Complete, completely reckless speculation. Listen, now I know what pro- Josh feels like. Completely reckless. <laughs> they probably never meddled in people. I Joe can't even say, I can't even say the name of the country. And you want to take the gold away from them? They get an opportunity to get a gold, and you want to take it away from them? Joe's going to look up the medal count right now. While you, while you up, Go ahead. Tell count. me more about Qatar because you know so much about them as you recklessly assume that they've never won a gold medal. I'm telling you, Joe, how many? This one, I'm telling you. 
and you want to take it away from them. And now, what are you going to do if they have the second most of the Olympics right now? <laughs> How do we back out of that? They, I'm telling you, they don't. I can't even say the name of the country. In what? In this Olympics. <laughs> in this Olympics? Or like in... Yeah, they already had one this Olympics, Dean. You try to be charity case there to see and get he go. Dean wants. I never got a gold medal. Can I get one? Why can't if I you, have a gold medal? If you medal? can at least make it there, like on a flight, <laughs> yeah. I can't afford that either. If there was a if there was an Olympic event that you could at least compete in, unbelievable. This next segment may not go the way I thought it was going to go because I was a little bit worried about where Dean was going to go with someone throwing games for money. But clearly, Dean doesn't care because his his mentors <laughs> throw games and fights all the time. So we're gonna talk about that next. We got a hockey player gambling on his own sport allegedly. Stay here, ESPN 106.3, Ken Levick Alive, featuring Coquel. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levick. You're lying, big voice. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Ken is not here. Nope. Coquel's here. Joe Rigotti's here. And the star of the show, Dean Thomas, is here. Dean, why don't you tell everybody about Cleveland Clinic, Florida? I'll tell you about the Cleveland Clinic, Florida, a.k.a. the number one hospital in South Florida for not one, not two, not three, but four consecutive years. And that's according to the annual U.S. News and World Report rankings, which has ranked Cleveland Clinic, Florida, South Florida's number one hospital, Yet again, and no other hospital in South Florida can say this, but that should be no surprise because no other hospital in the area holds the same commitment to their patients day after day, year after year. From their team of expert caregivers to a wide range of specialties, Cleveland Clinic Florida delivers the care you need for routine checkups, for life-enhancing treatments for every care in the world, including back surgery, spinal fusion surgery, colon cancer surgery, heart bypass surgery, hip replacement, kidney failure, knee replacements, and so much more. Cleveland Clinic Florida, number one in South Florida for four straight years. And you can get more information on how Cleveland Clinic Florida can give you top-rated care at myclevelandclinic.org slash Florida. Again, that's myclevelandclinic.org slash Florida. Cleveland Clinic, Florida. Thank you, Dean, for that. A guy who's going to need some a clinic or something going on right now is San Jose Sharks forward Evander Kane. I know we don't talk hockey a lot here on Ken Levick Alive. But this is different. This is good stuff. That's what you know we're talking about. Like, yes. If we're talking hockey, something must have happened. It's not a hat trick. Well, I mean, there's so much to unpack on this story. Yes. Yes, there is. Let's start on Saturday night. So Anna Kane, Evander Kane's wife, right? She went to Instagram, and this is one of the things she wrote first. And then she went on to allege a whole bunch more. She just writes out of nowhere on her Instagram story, how does the NHL let a compulsive gambling addict still play when he's obviously throwing games to win money? Hmm. Maybe someone needs to address this. Man, that is so naughty. The wife of a San Jose Sharks forward, Evander Kane. She went on then to detail that, She's at home struggling for food for formula for their baby they have now. She's pregnant with another baby from Evander Kane, and she has no money while her husband is off in Europe spending a ton of money with his new girlfriend, who apparently was his ex, because she also wrote at that person, how does it feel to bleep my husband while my, my kids are starving? On and on. But then she then addressed the commissioner of hockey and asked him, maybe you want to look into my, my husband throwing games. Called him out allegedly on Instagram. Oh, that is so bad. So this story looks really bad, right? It looks bad. It gets worse, Dean. Oh, 
In 2019, a Las Vegas strip club sued Kane for $500,000 that he, um, he, re- he never paid back. He never paid back $500,000. Now, what kind of stretch do you think he accrued that debt in? Um, like a year, two years, yeah. three years, a lifetime? Nope. During a playoff series that he was playing against the Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> so he was in town for the playoff series. So obviously, this guy ain't no saint. No, I mean, clearly there's a gambling problem. Now, Kane came back and said, I never gambled, bet on hockey, never bet on a Sharks game, never bet on any of these games. The facts are, I personally had the best season of my career and was the most consistent I've been throughout any season. I'm proud of that. I love hockey. I would never do any of what is alleged. I look forward to cooperating fully with the league's investigation, having my name cleared, and looking forward to this upcoming season. He also went on to imply on Instagram that his wife has mental issues and that none of it's true. Okay, so there's the story on both ends. Allegedly, allegedly, can we cover ourselves? Now can we just talk freely? Like, yeah, allegedly, he right. did all these things. What do you do if you're hockey? Like, if you're the commissioner I mean, you, you of hockey, what do you look, do? You have to look into that. You have to look into that, and you have to look into, like, important moments where he could have been a deciding factor in the game. Because think about it like this. Like, he, ha- even though he had a good year, there may have been moments where he could have held back a little bit to alter the outcome of the game. Even though he had a good year, but there could have been moments. So, like, you got to look into that stuff. Well, that's what I'm, I'm wondering about. How do you prove it? Because you're in the fight game, and not to disparage the fight game for, like, the fifth time today, but, the, you know, <laughs> you've already told me that they tie for fun or whatever you told me before. They hug each other because someone's older. Well, like Those are grappling tournaments. Whatever it is. But the fight game, we'll go to boxing. Boxing was known for this forever. Like, bo- like fights were fixed. Yeah, how I just you- watched what, On the Waterfront last night. How do you prove it, though? What's On the Waterfront? Uh, Marlon Brando movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's old school. You're old. Yeah. You're so old. <laughs> Am I? He's like, no, but- he's like a year older than me, but whatever. <laughs> but you, you can't, it's hard to prove. You, but- can, you can speculate, and then you can have evidence, but you can't really prove it. But, like, if there's a reason why, like, for instance, if there's a reason why he could have benefited from, you know, doing something stupid in a game. But, I mean, clearly the guy has a gambling issue. We see he owes a lot of money. There's probably receipts of him owing money in other places. But how do you prove that he – like, I just don't know how you prove that someone actually isn't trying or how you prove that someone isn't giving their best effort because athletes and all people have off off days and off nights. We have off days on the radio. You know what I mean? Like, we're not throwing the game. We just make mistakes. Couldn't he always just say, no, I was just off? Well, I mean, of course he can say that. But, again, like, if you you could probably look into it and say – Ooh, he had a big part in this, and he didn't execute. And maybe, maybe you know the answer to this. Maybe you don't. I don't know how far into it you you know. But if a fighter owes a lot of money to someone, will they will that red flag before the fight even comes? They're like, all right, this guy's in debt. Do we really want him fighting for no, a title? I'm, I'm, I've never heard of anything like that where a, a situation came up like that. I've never heard of anything like that. I mean, in in my sport, again, like there's a lot of of pride and integrity on the line in my sport for the most for the most part. So that's not common. It's very it's not common for guys to throw fights or to be even in a situation like that because like we don't we don't make enough money. We don't really make a lot of money. So like all we really have is our pride in winning. So you don't really see guys losing on purpose. If there's money, someone offers you a ton of money, like you're going to take it, right? I mean, not necessarily going to take it, but like it's got to be tempting if if your house is about to get taken away and you know you like when you apply for certain jobs in the non-sports radio world or even non-teaching world where I was and maybe in the competing world, like they do credit checks on you for like that reason to see what type of person you are to see if you owe money and they do background checks just to see if you are a potential threat. I would think if you can be on some, go compete in something where people are gambling 
I would think that you'd have to, you know, you'd have to worry about like, all right, this guy's house is about to get taken away. We need to watch this fight closer, or maybe we need to pull him from the card. See, I would see most fighters, and the upside ain't ain't there for them yet. Like the upside is to win that fight and get a bigger fight afterwards. So, like the upside is to actually win in fighting, as opposed to losing and taking a dive for money. Because if you lose, that sets your whole career back a lot. But the 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 other end of it is like we, the NBA had these issues for a while. But now players make so much money they can't be touched. We've heard other people say fighters aren't paid enough. That's the other issue is what happens if they can get a purse that's bigger than any purse they're going to get even if they win. Even if they become the top dog, they can start making bigger money than that just in, in being thrown that money. Isn't that a little bit of incentive of the, the brass to pay the fighters a little bit more? No, So it might be, but I think that with all these celebrity boxing type fights, I think that's where you might see, see dives and yeah. people throwing fights because – that's where that's where it would apply even more. But in the UFC and most MMA organizations, it you really don't benefit from losing and taking a dive, even for money, because your career is more important than that. Because you can lose a fight, unless and who's going to pay you millions of dollars to lose a fight, unless it's like a really 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 big fight. No one's going to do that because you need to keep winning in the UFC. I don't know. I, I just feel like if you feel like your career's maybe hit a stalemate spot, it's it's a danger. And I just worry what 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 did the end of what the NHL can do? Like what recourse can they have on this in all sports if the athletes aren't making enough money where they can take it out? That's why I think when the NBA got in trouble, it's because someone went after the refs because the refs weren't making the top listen, dollar. That was a way to make that not, money. That but way. you're missing you're missing a big point of this, the big picture in all this. His girl snitched on him. Yeah, but he's got a new girl. She snitched on him because he got a new girl. Is that so? That's why. Yeah, he's off with his ex, who's now his new girl. Like she, you know, she came back around on the other side. So I, so now I get that, but that's still, that's still dirty. Which brings up a bigger issue, by the way. If you're with someone, or if two people together and you get with someone while they're with someone else, you can't then be mad if they cheat on you, right? No. So like, if you're the other guy for a girl, you're together. Can you be mad at then if she cheats on you? Because that's how you got her. That's who she is. That's true. You can't be mad. Or how who yeah. he is, either yeah, way. you're right. Hey, listen, don't be mad at the player. Be mad at the game. Like, But, I mean, you're, you're, you're entering in that kind of yeah, an agreement you, yeah, where, exactly. like, oh. yeah, you, yeah, you in the, you know, you in that firefight now. So, like, yeah, you can't get mad at them. I don't know. This, this story. But this I think, guy's a bad dude anyway. Like, I can't trust him. But I was, and I was so mad, too, when I saw the optic of it. Yeah, that's, it's a bad look. You know, it's a bad look because, man, ain't, ain't that many brothers in hockey. <laughs> it's funny that I, I actually went there when I and because I didn't know he was a black guy either, and I and I googled it and I was like, oh, I saw, I was like, oh. I was so disheartened. I was like, ain't that many? It's like two brothers in hockey, and I went to a hockey game once. It was a couple years ago. It was the Phoenix. It was in Phoenix, and they played the Dallas, whoever they are, and it was one brother on the, on the floor, and he got in three fights. <laughs> you think that was why? I was like, man, how they keep targeting this brother? But now, but now, look, I go, man. Ain't but two brothers in hockey. One of them was at the game I was at and got beat up by three different people. And the other one is gambling on his own games. So you don't like hockey. Maybe he was trying to get, maybe he's like, you know what? I'm sick of getting beat up. I'm just going to throw these games. Yeah. And you guys want to keep fighting me? That's it. I'm like, man, come on, man. Brothers, you getting hockey, man. Represent. Don't be out there messing up. I went and when I went to the uh, Panthers game, there's also two black people in the whole audience, I think, as well. Really? My kids. Yeah. <laughs> that was about it. That it's was a, it, huh? It's a very just white a, sport. Yeah. Well, and I'm telling you, like, it. it it, it may be, but like live, it is it is an exciting sport to watch live. Now, I, I mean, it, 
it's predominantly a white sport because of financial reasons. Yeah, for sure. Would be the, and like, would be and the why. Cause cold areas I, I couldn't afford to play hockey growing yeah. up. Although my one brother was allowed to play hockey, they spent the thousands of dollars to let him play hockey because he got in so much trouble in high school and they wanted to find something for him to do right. I mean, they couldn't find nothing cheaper. And I'm no, but I'm sitting there like, oh, cool. So because I'm not getting into fights and I'm not skipping school, I can't go yeah. play hockey. Like, I wanted to play too. Yeah. I have to go play roller hockey with my friends. Or maybe they just looked at me and like, there's no future there. We're not spending this money. Plus, I, th- I actually think hockey is the most difficult sport to play. The I mean, most challenging sport to play. There's a lot of arguments to that. Baseball people love to say that hitting a baseball is the hardest thing because they seem to have this fascination with the bat being round and the ball being round. Yeah, well, you know what? Like, yeah, that's just one aspect of it, but I'm talking about the whole sport itself. But once you can skate, is it that much harder? Yes. Why? Because, well, first off, you have to be able to skate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, once you master the skating part. Well, 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 once you can swing a round bat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you have to be able to, first off, you have to be able to skate. Then you have to be able to control a puck with a big old stick. And then you got people chasing you down and beating you up. You don't want that. That's There's so much involved in it. Like, you have to be really good at a lot of different things. Is hockey one of your favorite sports you've been to in person? Yeah, for sure. Me too. I like it because I sweat a lot. The arena's cold. I do not like sweating at all, especially <laughs> in the summer in Florida. That's why I'm glad for the good folks at EDS Air Conditioning and Plumbing, family-owned and operated by Ed Sasso. Been in the business since 2006. They do residential and commercial AC and plumbing issues, service and maintenance, new system installs, indoor air quality, interior plumbing and water heaters. They do it all. EDS is a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. Uniform technicians, drug-free workplace, licensed and insured. Also, Dean, they show up. They're convenient. Two-hour windows. You get to pick your time. It's not one of those. We'll be there whenever you can. That's why I love EDS. Speaking of showing up, Ken Levick is supposed to show up on the show at some point. He's calling in. We'll see if he shows up on the other side of this break. So stay right here on ESPN 106.3. It's Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken and Coquel. My life be like. Ken is out today. Coquel is in. Joined by Joe Rigotti and the one and only Dean Thomas here on ESPN 106.3. Good for Kenny getting a vacation. Because we run him pretty ragged. Oh, my God. He's been – I've never seen him have a really vaca- a real vacation. But he's not even really on vacation if he's with his family. Oh, that's not nice. His that family – why? What's wrong with his I'm family? I'm just saying he's got to be watching his two daughters. You don't like gets, spending gets, time with your kids? He gets, I do, but I know Ken don't. He gets pushed around by his, his wife and his yeah, mother-in-law that, and his daughters. That that's not a real vacation. So you think he's getting – but he's with Brian Rhodes. Brian oh, and Rhodes. Yeah, they're all – they're doing the double family vacay. Eh, Want to hear how insulting this was in front of me? Like, yeah, our kids are the same age, so we all decided to take off at the same time. My son's the same age as their kids. Oh, and I just sat in the room like, cool, I'll just stare at the wall now. Thanks, guys. Yeah. That's oh, cold, right? Oh, you were sitting there like, I want to go on vacation with my kids. I know. I want to hang out oh, with you guys. I want friends. I don't want to just always is, have to hang out with my kids. That is low. Yeah, right in front of me. They did that. Oh. But Kenny needs a vacation. Ken works hard. He do, does this show. He hosts it all the time. He saves Josh's show for five years straight. Now he, shaves, you know, he comes in when Josh Cohen has nothing to talk about, three to five. He jumps in <laughs> and helps there to talk sports. And there's that some is sports true. on the show. Ken he is does so it versatile. all. Ken is good. He's Ken versatile, is good. man. He, He's the, man. He's the star of the whole station. As your star grows in the UFC, do you have any dreams of branching out to other sports, or you don't plan that far ahead? I don't plan that far ahead. I mean, literally, like I don't prepare 
for anything. We know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you tell me we're going to do something. Like, I literally was, like, reading stuff, like, five minutes before the show. Like, hmm. But you keep falling into things. But I, I, I saw your move today. Can I call it out on air? You're yeah. cool with that. You're pretty transparent about everything like yeah, I am, Yeah, yeah, right? for sure. So Dean told me he's going to be here at 1130. He showed up at 1156, yeah. right? <laughs> But I'm, I'm in the other room and I hear him come in like rapping, singing, being boisterous because I know him. He wants to come in and be like, oh, everybody's happy to see me. It's all forgotten that I'm late. <laughs> that is so true. That is your move. Darn it. You make you everybody figured, laugh. Disarm they, they, everyone. I disarm everybody and they just forget that I'm late. They forget, you know, that I didn't prepare. Charming they, your way to the top. <laughs> I'm t- it's worked so far, man. I mean, so, you're making movies. You're doing. You're on my TV. Yeah. Like, what else you got going on? I, well, I mean, I don't know, man. I, that's kind of it now. Like, I'm I'm working a show again this weekend. UFC, the heavyweight fight. So I will be doing the commentary with the broadcast team. So where is that one? It's in Houston. Now, Derek Lewis and Cyril Gunn in Houston. So what? 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 Draw me to that fight right now. Do your job as a UFC sp- spokesperson. Draw me to the fight. As if I wasn't too broke to pay the $65 or whatever it costs. Well, first off, you can always go uh, You can go to Twin Peaks, they play it. I can go to Stormhouse, good idea. You go to Stormhouse. Good call. Yeah, did Stormhouse play it? I don't know, but I'm just going to so stick Stormhouse. with that. Okay, so Stormhouse. Go to Stormhouse, watch the UFC. And Twin Peaks is great, too. Yeah. We can go to Twin so, Peaks, too. Tomorrow, Twin Peaks Tuesday on Josh Cohen and the home team. Yeah. So, um, heavyweight title fight. Everyone knows it. Everyone likes to watch heavyweights fight. These are two big, bad Dudes, Derek Lewis got a, a knockout ratio of about 90%. So somebody going to do the stanky leg in this fight. So I guarantee you, if you want to see somebody get knocked out, this is the fight to watch on pay-per-view this Saturday night. And you can hear me commentating in between rounds or, you know, in and around. I'll give some insight on what's going on in the fight. So how do they do that? Do they throw to you or you have a select spot every time where uh, you know you're coming in pretty much? Both. One or the other. Like if I have something really good, I can just say, hey, man, listen, I got something really good. What do you do when they throw to you got nothing? I always got something. I take notes during the fight. Do you? Oh, so, oh, so yeah. for that you're prepared. For that, I'm prepared. <laughs> just not us just just not not little people. Yeah, just not for this. Out of all the things you've done, acting, fighting, radio, TV commentary, what's been your favorite so far? Uh, Probably Dana White looking for a fight, and then acting, and then my own show, The Dean Diaries. Now, those are cool. Yeah. Who's the coolest person you've met and had fun with doing Dean Diaries? The Dean Diaries? Uh, you, I, I, you're everywhere with those things. Yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of fun with those. I mean, I had a lot of fun with um, with the Burns Brothers, even though that didn't do so well. But I had a lot of fun with the Burns Brothers. I mean, they were really cool people. Gilbert Burns, uh, UFC welterweight. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And not, not Shaq, none of those things impress you. Are you ever starstruck anymore? Have you met enough people now where you're like, nah, whatever? No, I mean, I still get starstruck with, like, the random people. Like who? When was the last time you sat there and you're like, oh, and not a girl, not like because of looks, just in general. Like when was the last time you're like, oh, look at that. Look, now he's got nobody. Now I got now- nobody. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, Shaq, you know, honestly, I get starstruck with Shaq, not because of it's Shaq, but because of how big he is. Like you can't get used to that. You never get used to how big he is. Like he's like, he's like six, I mean, he's like seven something. And he's 400 pounds, and like you just, you're like, oh my God. Like he walks in a room and he just takes up space. Yeah, I have a friend who's 6'6, and it, like no matter what, and a friend in high school who was seven foot also, but he wasn't, he didn't look like Shaq or play like Shaq, but like he was seven foot tall, and you really can't get around being like, because you're yeah, trying you to just, see if he fits in where yeah, he's you're going. Just like, oh my God, like how, how do you manage your body this way? It's crazy. Well, Shaq's not going to be a free agent right now in the NBA, but the NBA free agency starts tonight, Dean, at six o'clock tonight. 
right after the Evan Cohen show, NBA free agency kicks off. Chris Paul, who just led the Suns to the finals, he's opted out. Kawhi Leonard has opted out. And there's talks of a trade of Kyle Lowry, the Raptors guard, of going to the Heat. So there are going to be some moves that get made. There's not going to be the huge blockbusters. I think we saw that already with Russell Westbrook going to the Lakers. Chris Paul, I think, is going to go back to the Suns. He opted out. He was owed $40 million for one year. Ooh. I don't think you opt out of that unless you have a plan in place, and I think it's going to be like three years, 100 mil. So he gave himself, because NBA contracts, they're not like the NFL. They're guaranteed. They're guaranteed? Yeah, so he's taking, you know, I'm, he's a 37, 38. He's saying, I'm just going to get this money out. Let me get this 100 mil and be done. Like, let me finish yeah, this. Yeah, for sure. Take 40. Yes, it'll be less per year, but now I'm guaranteed to make yeah. two and a half I, times I mean, as much. Makes, yeah, for sure. So that'll be a big one. Kawhi Leonard, another knee surgery. I don't know. Would you, would you want someone on your team who's constantly hurt, even if they are when he's healthy? Kawhi Leonard's the best player in the game. Like, he's the best, one of the best players in the game, but he's always hurt. I saw him play live once because I went to one of them Heat games. Yep. And you're right. Like, it's exciting to watch him play because it's like he don't mess up. No, he's perfect. He's, he's like, like he's, he's a always, robot. Yeah, he's like perfect. Like, he's always, like, he always makes good passes. He always takes good shots. He never misses. But if he's always hurt, that's a problem. Like, you need, like, the reason why you have him is because he is so good and he can perform. And if he's not able to perform because he's sitting on the bench, like, why would you pay that much money for him? Yeah, the best thing that the teams did with him early on in his career was the load management stuff that everybody hates. They would have him sit. He'd play, like, once every three games just to stay healthy for the playoffs and then go on a run. That's how he won the title with the Raptors. They did it in San Antonio. He had a big problem with them because he was sitting out all the time. But I think with his body, he needs to sit, and you got to decide, like, if you're going to pay him, you've got, you got to do that load management Well, how stuff. old is he now? Joe, if you could look up how old Kawhi Leonard is. I don't know how old he is, but I think that's what the Lakers are going to start doing. That's why I think they traded for Russell Westbrook. I think he's in there because now when LeBron wants a night off, Russell Westbrook's the type of energy guy who can play the game by himself. He's not going to win you a title by himself, but he can win you games in January and February. Or if Anthony Davis wants off, then LeBron and Russ can play. Or if Russ wants off now, they can go with the other two guys. He's 30? Kawhi's only 30? Man, I thought he was like 45. I thought he was I, th- I thought he was older than me. No, that's why he's one of the top players. He's but he's just so broken down. His body's probably 45. Hey, how are you 30 years old and you get hurt as much as he does and look as old as he does? Yeah, that that's He the, got an old man face. But that's what scares me about him is, you know, what what's going to happen with him going forward? Like yeah, is he going to be able to play? I wouldn't trust him. No, I'd stay away. The Heat getting uh, Kyle Lowry, though. Mike Lowry. I always think of uh, Bad Boys. Yeah, every Mike single Mike Lowry. Time, every time I see his yeah. name. But they're trading Goran Dragic in some pieces. They're not really giving up anything. It's more of a, for the Raptors, they just want the salary that's going to expire. The Heat opted Goran Dragic in for $19 million just to be able to trade him out to make the contracts work. They're going to sign him probably to a three-year deal. Some people are saying that makes a Heat a contender for the East. I just don't see a team of Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam, as your stars competing with, just off of names, Dean, you don't even have to be deep into the NBA, competing with James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, there ain't no way. Or the Bucks. So, but they they definitely ain't going to do it with uh, Drogic. I see, I, 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 I've been to the Heat game, so I know a little bit about the Heat. But they got rid of Drogic in this I trade. Know, they they would be getting rid of They should man, he was too slow. He's old. He's, I know, He's an older I, player. I used to watch him play, and I'm like, man, look how long it takes him to shoot. But he's he's an older guy, and I think you're just looking at a white guy, and you're just nah, man. He was slow. just he was slow, man. Nah, because he was just slow. But I don't think that lineup for the Heat. I don't think that gives you the title contender 
to push you over those top teams. I just, that, but I you don't know see what? It's, but it's about chemistry. We know that because like a couple years ago, they didn't even seem like they had they ain't had no, one key player. Because I used to make fun of Evan Cohen all the time. They ain't had one key player, and they still made it to the final. The bubble year, two years yeah. ago, with Jimmy, uh-huh. well, Jimmy Butler and the emerging Bam and Ty- that. That's what they need, though. If they're gonna make a run, they need Tyler Hero to start playing like Tyler Hero did that year. They need Duncan Robinson to not just be a okay shooter. He needs to now be the best three point shooter in the league. And not just in percentage, but the number of threes he takes as well. They need some of those young pieces to really step up. I don't know if those dudes are it, though. You know, like, at some point, you kind of find out who a guy is, and it's kind of make or break for those guys. So you're saying they just got lucky that year. And, mm-hmm. and plus, it was the bubble. I think they just they were in a bubble. Everything was different. And I do think there is, as much as I make fun of Heat fans for Heat culture, I do think there is something to the Heat culture. I do think there is something to the way they play. And when you have a all your circumstances are all thrown off and everything's different and you have to adjust to all these different distractions and adaptations and you're not in your bed. If you have a good culture and a good regimen, that's the team that's going to win. But you know what else, too? I was thinking about this. Is that basketball is different now than it was years ago because like team people aren't as dominant as they used to be. What do you mean? In anything. I mean, even in college. Like college, like the gap is closing on everything. You look at the world. Like the USA can't even beat France. Like the gap in basketball is closing. The gap's closing, and we'll see. They play tomorrow at 4 in the morning, and I really want to watch it, but I don't know if I'm getting up at 4 in the morning. Yeah, They play Spain. Spain's good. That's what I'm saying. They play Spain. It's going to be a tough game, but it's at 4 in the morning. <laughs> and, I, you know, like years ago when I first started doing this radio thing, I would have been like, I'm going to watch that game because I would have stayed up till 4 in the morning. Yeah. Now it's do I want to wake up at 4 in the morning to watch. Right. But I feel like if I do that, I'll end up getting up, setting up, and then just falling back asleep on the couch. I just think that, like, with technology and everything, like, Everything is closing in. Like, everybody's about the same now. But there are still those star guys who are head and shoulders above. Your LeBrons, your Kevin Durant's, your Giannis Antetokounmpo's. Like, there are the guys who are that much better. The rest of the world has definitely caught up in basketball. Also, they care more and they play together more. And, they, you know, I think part of the problem with this Olympic team right now is a lot of those guys in that team played last year through the bubble, which extended the year all the way to, what, September? Mm-hmm. Then they played this whole entire season, a shortened season, and game-wise, but they had more compact games, right? So they yeah. had more games that way. So they, they, they had a tighter schedule there. And now they're going into the Olympics where it's like, do we even want to be here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just such a long year for them. I don't know if they're thrilled to be there and there's no fans. Like, yeah, yeah, but that's what they do. They play basketball. These guys should be playing. They should be at Rucker Park anyway. That's what I always say. When people yeah. are like, oh, give them off. Like, they're, like a Durant's going to play no matter they gonna, what. They're going to be playing anyway. These guys, that's what they do. They play basketball. But I just, I don't know if that's it. Where the other teams, that it matters. You know, for some countries, it's life or death, the Olympics. I know. For us, it's like, all right, cool. You did a good job. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to take a really quick break. I think the star of the show has returned. <gasps> is it a Ken sighting? Stay here. If that's not a tease, I don't know what it is. Stay here on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquette. Welcome back in to Ken LaVica Live. Coquellen, Dean Thomas in, and Joe Rigotti here. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool. Cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS Air Conditioning. Through the 17th minute, Acosta hooks it into the traffic of free. And it's a goal! The United States has scored! Miles 
soccer? Soccer? That's not what I had. That's not what I had, <laughs> they, Dean. They switched it up on you? Levick, look, look, look. The phone's on. Oh, Levick yep. is on the phone. Oh, God. Soccer? All right. Ken, what did you do? What a reparable, what a reparable harm have you done to my show in less than one episode? Soccer? You just changed my coolest moment of the week, which is a wrestling one, into soccer? Oh, nice, boy. Ken. Well, I may be across the state right now on vacation with my family, but I still have full control of the proceedings. So uh, thank you to Joe Rigotti for setting things right. Dean, how, how has this been? And I apologize for having to subject you to this entire thing. No, man, it's okay, man. We've been holding it down. Everything is good, man, so don't even worry about it. Okay. All right, I just want to make sure because I... All right, because there's, there's, Dean, as Coquel knows, is the realest person at ESPN West Palm, and for him to have to be uh, subjected to Coquel for a full hour is uh, something that I feel deeply apologetic about. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Coquel, that was awesome last night, and I know you bag on soccer, but that was the USC team beating the top Mexico squad. That was a big, big deal last night. What'd they win? A trophy? There's different trophies every minute. What'd they get? What was this? Yeah, a trophy. They 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 won a trophy. They won, they are the champions of North America. I, I think that's saying something. That's significant. Yeah, but what are North they, American champions. North American. Yeah. See, if they just said that instead of con kafa 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 gold, <laughs> then I would understand. I don't even know what all those letters mean, Kenny. But uh, because Concacaf Concacaf is an acronym <laughs> for a Spanish interpretation of that organization. So that was actually a little offensive. I'm offended, Coquel. I'm sure a lot of people are offended, but people aren't offended by you or FAU NBA Sport. Tell them why, Ken. Oh, my goodness. What an outstanding radio transition. The FAU NBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash NBA Sport. Uh, that is where you're going to find a path into the sports industry. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Dean hears it sometimes, but Dr. Jim Rudin, that's the guy. That's a guy who uh, adapts to the sports industry. He has his professor's role in there in the sports industry. They're teaching firsthand knowledge, and they are helping you find a role in that expansive sports industry. Hey, spring some classes you can sign up for them now you can do them on campus or you can do them on site at the beautiful campus in Boca Raton and here's the thing you don't have to be right out of college to get your MBA in sport management at FAU internationally renowned by the way you can be a 40 something with uh, a job already who's looking to switch careers you have kids a family take the classes remote make it fit your life that's the FAU MBA sport management program fau.edu slash MBA sport what else are you going to team me up for here Coquel? I mean, that's a gold medal performance by you, but the women's soccer, why are they getting a bronze? Why are you even sure that you're going to play for the bronze? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was disappointing, actually. I actually can't disagree with Coquel here. They, they're the best in the world. They're held to a high standard, and I think simply, like, they're just old. Alex Morgan, Carly Lloyd, Kristen Press, they're all getting old, and I think it's probably going to be a bit of a, a tune-up for that roster now. They're going to need to get better before the World Cup. That definitely hit home that that core group of champions, Megan Rapino, they're aged and they're on their way out. Yeah, I mean, when you, it's like when you're driving an old car and you need to trade one in. Oh, absolutely. My God, you got good at radio after wow. one day, Coquel. This is amazing. Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, that reminds me. Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach is where I got my Kia K5 GT. And I tell you what, Coquel, driving that thing across Alligator Alley to get to our uh, Airbnb in Sarasota for this family trip that I'm on that I want to leave desperately now because I'm in the midst of trying to officiate a fight between 
uh, about apple juice between my two daughters. Uh, but man, that Kia K5 GT, it performed expertly, uh, and it got me across Alligator Alley, no problem. I got a Greenway Kia West Palm Beach because they took care of me. They're going to try and find a way to put you in a car always. They have your back endlessly. Their credit clinic, bankrupts on site, they've got you taken care of. They're going to put you in a car, make sure you feel good doing it, and have you coming back for more. You're going to be a forever customer at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, easy to get to, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport Military Trail. Talk to my guy, George. He's going to get everything taken care of. The owner, Mike, over there is, uh, the GM, Mike, over there is making sure that everything is kosher for you at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, greenwaykiawestpalmbeach.com. And, yes, seriously, this apple juice fight has been, is like a total destruction of the day. It's just miserable. Oh, did it ruin your trip to see the strung out fish? Oh, uh, so we went to an aquarium, and actually, uh, this is going to be a little sad. Like, yeah, the aquarium, fine. Like, Hotel was trying to make a joke to me earlier today that uh, I'm, I'm getting entertainment, gleaning entertainment from seeing confined sea animals. Yeah. But the red tide over here is so bad. Like, we went to Siesta Key Beach yesterday. There's dead fish everywhere. I mean, absolutely everywhere. It's really disgusting, to be quite honest. Wow, Ew. good selling point, Ken. Yeah, I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> hey, I didn't kill the state. I didn't. I you didn't. Did. I, it's not my yeah. fault. Wow. Man, I'm not the tourism man. director of Florida. Oh, Whatever, man. man. Real quick, everybody wants to know your opinions on everything we talked about. Evander King. Well, uh, give me Evander uh, King. No, no, uh, Vander King gambling, uh, that seems like a really, really salty wife. That's probably really awkward in the household. Next. Lowry to the heat. Contender. Absolutely. Contenders, they're right in the discussion with the Bucks for Eastern Conference champions. I love you, Goran Dragic. Thank you for the contributions. Next. Oh, you forgot about the Nets, huh? Okay, well, high-fiving and hugging and tying for a gold instead of fighting it out like champions. They gave their best. There's no use watering down with a jump off when they know that they can't do better. Share a gold medal. That's fine. And it also speaks to humanity, something that you struggle with. Bye, Ken. <laughs> Bye. That was Ken Levick alive host of the show. Yeah. See what I deal with? You think it's bad dealing with Josh. I deal with that fireball every day. Yeah, I remember that. I've, de- I've dealt with oh, him yeah, for four years. Oh, yeah, you've been home team for yeah, a long time with him. With him. Oh, that how, fireball. How, how nice is it just having Christina nice and happy? That, it's the truth. You know, I get some finally some love on the show. Like finally. Tina home team is nice and pleasant. I get Ken and judging eyes from Joe. That's what I get around <laughs> here. Very tough. Well, Dean, I appreciate time. Wednesday, man. Wednesday. You're hosting. It's all me. Don't you're worry. I got the show. I got it. So if you want to hear, is this your hosting it's debut? It's my hosting debut, yes. Wednesday. Make sure you are here. Don't. I mean, come back tomorrow for me. Well, I'm gonna, yeah. But Wednesday, Dean Thomas hosting. I'm excited you. to see. This. Am I going to get a show prep sheet? I'm going to give you a show prep sheet. You're going to have Tina type it up now? Yeah, absolutely. I got to work on this. Dean, thank you. Joe, thank you. Ken, thank you. Everyone else, thank you. Trade deadline. Let's see what the heat can do. Knicks, game time. We'll see.